So, about a month ago, I let you in on a little secret. It was in the Something I'm Afraid to Tell You episode number 28. Well, I feel that as a finale to Money Month, it's only right that I share with you an update because, whew, things have changed in that one short month. Today, I'm sharing with you the outcomes and the wins that have resulted from me making one decision. And as always, I'll be taking what I've learned this past month and translating it into things that you can be thinking about to start creating more wins in your business too. Does this sound good? Yay. Let's go to the Money Month finale. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. How the devil are you? Are you having a good day? I'm having a beautiful day today. The sun is shining. I went for a wonderful walk at lunchtime. I was just enjoying that feeling of the sunshine on my skin. Our spritz are a bit deprived of that sunshine and that vitamin D, right? And it just felt really lovely. It was a slight breeze. I just felt really serene. And here I am speaking to you, my best friends in the world. So, Today's episode is a little bit different and it's also the finale of Money Month. I have so enjoyed Money Month. Have you enjoyed it too? Yay! When we enjoyed it together. So, in fact, on that point, could you do me a favor? If you've been loving the content I've been dishing up for Money Month, it would be amazing if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Reviews help this show get into the earbuds of other mothers to help empower them and inspire them too. So, I would massively appreciate it. And don't forget, if you do, you get entered to win a free success coaching call with me. So, you know, there's a little incentive there for you too. Okay, so why is today's episode different? Well, usually, as you know, I like to show up and serve and teach. I'm all about that. But also, something I know that you're interested in, because you've been telling me, and side note, I absolutely love it, when you give me feedback and tell me episode suggestions, keep them coming. I'm all ears. This podcast is for you, right? So if you want to hear about something on the show, definitely tell me. Um, And one thing that I hear that you would like more of is insight into what I'm doing. And I like to be an open book in that way. One of the reasons why I'm building my business from this point is so that I can pass on what I'm learning and teach it to you. So I know that you want to hear more of like what's going on for me, how I'm shifting my mindset, how I'm building my business and how I'm making all work with family life. So you're going to be getting some more of that as we go forward too. So today's show is an update episode. It's the first of its kind. Hurrah! Um, If you haven't yet listened, go and listen to episode 28, the Something I'm Afraid to Tell You episode. You need to listen to that first, otherwise this episode isn't going to make any sense to you. So go and do that now first and then come back. You're back or otherwise already listened? Okay, cool. So on that episode, I shared that I'd been invited to join a mastermind called Millionaire Makers with the express intent of building our businesses to seven figures and beyond. 
Well, I feel like a lot has changed and happened since I recorded that episode and it's only been about a month. So I wanted to update you on what has changed and importantly, why? Because my hope is that it will get you thinking about how this can apply to you and your business, regardless of whether your goal is to start making any money, consistent money, 5k months, 10k months, six figures, seven figures, whatever. I think the lessons that I've learned in just that month and then I'm sharing with you today will be applicable regardless. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to share with you my update and then we're going to dissect why this all occurred and how you might be able to apply it. Okay, so here's the update. It's coming at you. So since that podcast, like I said, around a month ago, when I declared like, eek, I'm doing this, I'm in a mastermind, I have set my sights on seven figures. Since then, here are all the things that have happened. It's quite a list. I'm just going to prepare you for that. Okay, first of all, I not only remain fully booked for private coaching, but I've had to open a waiting list because there's so many women that want to work with me. And I've also opened up two spots for intensives and those sold the same week. Um, I've had a flurry of discovery calls more than usual. The podcast has grown significantly in monthly downloads in that time. I've had three clients re-enroll to continue working with me for another six months, which always just makes me all kinds of happy because I love having that deepening relationship with my clients and serving them in bigger and better ways. So yay. Um, I've been invited to speak at a retreat, which is going to be my first paid speaking gig. Um, we started running Facebook ads, which started converting like a mother. Seriously, I almost don't want to share with you our conversion rates because Facebook have already shut us down twice because they get nervous about it. So maybe we don't say too much about that. Um, I had the this idea to run Money Month and declare May to be Money Month. And as I record this, although it isn't yet the end of May quite, we're not that far off. And um, sales-wise, I think it's, well, sales-wise, it is definitely my biggest to date. It may end up being my biggest cash month to date. We'll see. So that is quite a lot, I think you will agree, in just one month. And I feel like it's always important to note I've had all of those things happen while working 25 hours a week or less. So I haven't started kicking up my hours um, a notch or going into overdrive or hustle mode. None of that's happened. And I put all of that down to a change in me. So Let's look at that in a bit more detail. Why? Why have I had all of these outcomes in such a short space of time? And what do they have to do with me joining this mastermind? They might seem like totally related or they might seem unrelated depending on your standing point. Because actually, although I was invited to join at the point that I recorded that last episode, the Something I'm Afraid to Tell You episode, we didn't start immediately. And so some of this can be attributed in part to being in the mastermind for sure, but it doesn't account for all of these wins. So fundamentally, I want to tell you why all of this happened. It was one thing. Are you ready? I decided. <laughs> I mean... I will talk about some of the specifics associated with each of these outcomes, but really what triggered such a bumper month, not just financially, but in intangible results too, was my energetic shift. So I really changed my energy. I decided 
that I was going to be scaling my business to seven figures, I decided to invest in myself in a new way by joining this mastermind. And there is just so much power in that decision and the consequent energy shift that occurs. So you can literally up level your vibration and what you are a match for in a moment, because I feel like that's what happened to me at that moment of saying yes and saying, yeah, do you know what? It feels like a big, scary goal, but I am committed to this. I am going to make this happen at that moment of decision. It's amazing how everything starts to shift and rearrange around you, right? You've probably heard me say it before, but I truly believe there is so much transformation in the transaction. It could not be more true for me in this moment when I made that investment, everything started to change. I started to view things differently. I started to think bigger. I started to open myself up to more inspiration, more creative ideas, more opportunities. I started showing up differently, quite honestly, because I was showing up as somebody ready for and expecting and anticipating more. And I started to feel into the energy of showing up as a seven-figure business owner. And that's been my work is what does that mean? What does that feel like? What does that look like? And that's something that I'm going to be working on, of course, embodying more and more. But just that decision in that moment made uh, the difference for me in terms of how I'm showing up and all of those results kind of speak for themselves. So with that transaction and that decision came inspiration. So for example, for Money Month, which has been so much fun, and I've had an absolute blast creating all this content for you. And also clarity came and focus came and motivation came, basically all the things (laughs) just from that one decision, that one commitment to that big, scary money goal. So just essentially from saying yes to this opportunity to be in this mastermind, just from saying yes to possibility and saying yes to my own limitlessness, then all of these things have occurred. And guess what? The good news is you get to do that too. You get to decide you're ready for the next level, whatever that next level is for you. You get to lock that decision into place and then experience that same energetic shift. Because guess what? For me, it isn't if I scale my business to seven figures, it's when. And there's so much power in feeling that conviction you can probably even hear it in my voice. It's just, it's a done deal. And to me, it doesn't really matter when it happens. I don't feel this kind of desperate urgency piece around it because I just know it will happen. And that's a really fun place to create from. Now, I have no idea how it will happen. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, I, I don't actually need to know how to believe. So don't trip yourself up on that point because I see people get stuck in that trap so often that they set the big money goal or they set that big intention and make the decision and immediately your brain, your brain wants to figure out the how that's natural. But it's easy to tell yourself that if you don't know the how that it's not possible. But that's absolute rubbish because you don't know how to drive before you learn how to drive. You don't say, oh, I'm, I'm not going to set myself the goal of, of being a driver because I don't know how to drive. <laughs> Do you see how, how silly that is that we tell ourselves that? So if I said to myself, well, I'm not going to set myself the goal of being a seven-figure business owner because I don't know how to make that happen. It's ridiculous, but we do it to ourselves, right? 
Okay, so let's break it down. Because I know that that decision was the key driver to the things that have happened in the month and since that episode. Um, But I know you're going to be interested in the specifics, right? (laughs) I know you're going to be thinking to yourself, yes, I want to make the decision too, but specifically how (laughs) did those things occur? I want to know. And hey, I'm here to lift the curtain on my business and tell you these things. Okay, so let's talk about them um, in turn. I'm going to talk about why each of them happened in some more specifics, but also what you can do, okay? So first of all, if we look at being fully booked, having a waiting list, selling out my two intensive spots, having a flurry of discovery calls, clients re-enrolling, I mean, to be honest, that's I mean, don't get me wrong, it's absolutely lovely and absolutely incredible. And I just feel all kinds of appreciation and gratitude for that. But it's not surprising that those things happen when you shift your energy, when you start showing up in a bigger, more confident version of yourself because you're like, it is on, this is happening. So you obviously attract those types of results. Does that make sense? Also, I just had a new energetic minimum. I just decided that this part of my business is always a done deal, meaning that I don't need to, not that I was worrying anyway before, but I can just happily rely on that knowing that I will always be oversubscribed from here on out. And meaning that I can shift my focus to creating results elsewhere in my business, knowing that this result is solid. Now, don't misunderstand me on that either. I'm not meaning that I'm shifting my focus away from my clients. My clients are always my number one priority in my business. But I mean, in terms of thinking about how am I bringing new clients in? How am I keeping my pipeline full? That is happening. That doesn't require a tremendous amount of thought power from me anymore. Because I just decided that was going to be a done deal. That was just happening now. That was something that was going to be relied on now. And then the results showed up as evidence of my belief. So I thought about what I would expect if I was well on my way to seven figures. Well, I would expect my clients to re-enroll. I would expect to have a waiting list. And people just sense that energy and pick up on it. So it's not totally surprising when you get those results in that way. So let's talk about what you can do. First of all, you can stop worrying. I know, I know it is so hard because this was advice that I was given too when that process didn't feel so solid and reliable to me earlier in my business. But if you can stop feeling like when this happens, then that will be true. Because you need to stop feeling like when I'm fully booked, then I'll feel confident. When I have a waiting list, then I'll feel confident. Because what happened for me is I felt confident first. And I've been fully booked off and on. um, But I felt confident first that I was going to always be fully booked and have a waiting list and have clients regularly re-enrolling with me. Do you see the difference? And you need to feel that way first for the results to come to you with so much more ease. So if you're feeling like you are having really inconsistent cash months, you need to start practicing the feeling of being secure knowing that you have consistent cash flowing into your business every month. You need to practice that feeling now when it's not true first for it to become true so much more easily because then you can relax and expect those results to show up. And when you can relax about that thing, when you can stop worrying, when you can stop using this uh, when this happens, then I'll feel this way. If you can start feeling that way first, that's when you can start taking action from that place. Does this make sense? So 
Now I'm taking action from the place of feeling into what it might feel like to be a seven-figure business owner. Now, I'm not a seven-figure business owner now, but I don't want to be taking action from the place of being, say, a six-figure business owner because that will keep me in that space. I need to be feeling the way that a seven-figure business owner would feel and expect the results in certain areas of my business that exist already that a seven-figure business owner would expect. Is this making sense? So what you can do is start expecting the kind of results that you desire. Stop worrying about, is it going to happen? Will it happen? You need to have that belief that it is going to happen and release that worry if you can. Because when you're worrying, all you're doing is putting your focus on the thing that you don't want. So it really doesn't serve you. You never worry your way to success, right? <laughs> and I know I am. I'm, I may do a whole episode on worrying because I used to be such a warrior. So I get it. So if you can find a way to acknowledge when you are worrying and acknowledge that that isn't serving you and choose a better thought in that moment. Even if you can't replace that thought with, um, I'm expecting this result rather than worrying about the absence of this result, put your attention on something positive instead so that you are taking that negative worry um, thought out of your mind and you're not taking action from the place of feeling worried, then it will serve you better. Is this making sense? You want to start actively managing your thoughts around what you're expecting in your business and really try to stop worrying, which is not a flick a switch and make it happen kind of thing. It's a, I notice that I'm worrying. I notice that doesn't serve me. I notice that means I'm putting attention on the things that I don't want to happen. What would feel better in this moment? Can I imagine the opposite to be true? Can I imagine it that it could work out? If not, if that feels too hard, what can I be grateful for in this moment? If you go to gratitude as a default, it's always going to serve you. Okay. So, and that was the first point. The second point is um, my podcast has grown significantly in monthly downloads and I've been invited to speak at a retreat, which is my first paid speaking gig. So all kinds of things like this have come out of the woodwork. <laughs> so things like this happen when you've been consistent. So those two things might not sound to you um, so logically related. Well, what's podcast growth got to do with being invited for a paid speaking gig? But you get those kind of results when you've been consistent and also when you've decided who you want to be. It's a combination of the two. People are drawn to the who and you become a match for the opportunities befitting of that who. So what on earth do I mean by that? In thinking about my why for scaling my business to seven figures, my mission is to put the strategies and tools in the hands of and the mindset in the heads of mothers with businesses. I want to make an impact, right? So that's my big driver. So I'm owning that role. So I'm stepping into that position of, I don't know if we want to call it thought leader. It doesn't really matter what times we put onto it, but I know that I need to show up in a bigger and better way to do that, to have that kind of an impact. So I'm thinking about who I need to be to have that kind of impact, to reach and empower and motivate and inspire 
the magnitude of women that I want to reach and motivate and help and inspire to get me to that seven figures. Like they're very much intrinsically linked to me. The money goal is really a, as much about the fun of creating the money as it is about the impact that I can create on my journey there and when I get there. Does this make sense? So I've been getting clearer and clearer about who I need to be and who I need to show up as. Now, that's not about changing your personality or trying to be somebody totally different. It's about thinking about the aspects of yourself that you can let shine. It's about letting out what's within you because actually we have so much that's positive inside of us that we try to kind of hide and dim our light. And if we actually allow ourselves to own those parts of us and own our own brilliance, we all have brilliance and genius within us. I truly believe that. There is a plethora of people out there who need whatever it is that you do in the way that you do it. So if you can start owning that and showing up in that bigger and more bold and more captivating way, then guess what? And you start showing up really consistently, then all sorts of opportunities will come out of the woodwork for you. So if you have some kind of blog or YouTube channel or Facebook group or podcast or whatever, if you're showing up with that bigger energy and you're showing up as that next level you, then people will start to notice and you will start to get offered opportunities and your audience will grow. It's just a natural consequence. Is this making sense? So in terms of what you can specifically do, think about how you want to be showing up. Think about the who you want to be showing up as. What is that next level version of you? Start embodying her now. Start stepping into her now. Stop waiting for permission. Take action from that place. Make decisions from that place okay so the third thing is the facebook ads <laughs> the facebook ads that are making facebook nervous it's quite hilarious they're just working oh my goodness so well i'm gonna do a separate podcast episode about them that's coming to you soon because i know that a lot of you have a lot of questions about facebook ads should you use them shouldn't you use them i have quite strong opinions on when is a good time when is not a good time and it really depends on where you're at and what you've been doing so i'm gonna share all of that with you on another episode. But I want to talk to you about why my Facebook ads started working so well right from the get-go. Half of it is down to the prep work, which is what I'm going to be talking about on that other episode. But half of it is energy. Now that can sound kind of annoying to those of you who are less woo and more about the practical action. You know me, I'm 50-50, practical and woo. <laughs> um, but it's it's so true for me that when we show up with this great energy, then great things happen. So how does that translate into Facebook ads, though, you might be wondering? Well, we went into this. I say we. Um, Kim, who is my wonderful podcast producer, who I'm going to be getting on the show soon to speak to us about podcasts. Super exciting. She is the person running my Facebook ads for me. And at, when we set out to do the Facebook ads, which is just a little over, well, it's just about a month ago, I said to her, here, here's some ad spend. This is new for within my business for what we're doing. I have zero expectation. I just... Um, completely surrendered to you just messing about with this money. <laughs> I was not attached to any outcome. I didn't even set her a goal at that point. I just assumed that it would probably go well and was totally okay with her learning. Now, there is a lot to be said for not being attached to the outcome, and that can be hard, can't it? I know that when it's something like booking your next client or hitting your first five-figure month or hitting first two grand in your business, whatever it is, you can feel really attached 
attached to that outcome and the suggestion of feeling detached from it can seem ridiculous. But the thing is, is when you have this, I call it like a grippy energy, like it has to happen. Why isn't it happening? I need it to happen. You're kind of strangling the energy of the thing. Does that make sense? You're kind of smothering it. Whereas sometimes if you can relax a bit, if you can surrender a bit to whatever you believe in, whether that's God, angels, universe, some kind of higher power, but if you can just surrender part of what you're doing and expect things to be taken care of in a way that will work out for you ultimately so maybe the Facebook ads wouldn't have worked out for me at the beginning and then would one day or they wouldn't at all and something else would work out instead I was totally available for any of those outcomes but I was just confidently expecting that we would go into it and we would do it and the path would reveal itself for us and we would get eventually the results that we want So because we had that really light and breezy energy around this and it was just a kind of fun experiment, that did play a significant part, I believe, in how they took off. Now, I will be talking about some of the practical sides of why they took off as well. But today, you know, I'm talking about how for me... But when I made that decision to step into this mastermind and scale my business to seven figures, it really changed my energy. And I believe that that change, that shift in energy made me show up differently in my business, made me make decisions from a place of ease and lightness, not kind of fear and grippiness. Not that I was super fearful and grippy anyway to begin with, but just having that extra lightness around your energy and expectations around things and not being kind of watching them with that eagle eye of expecting it to fail or feeling like you need to jump in and make a tweak but actually allowing things to take their course can really serve you so let's talk about what you can do because maybe you're not doing facebook ads maybe you're like i don't know understand how this translates to me don't worry i've got you um of course if you are interested in the facebook ads type of thing i'm going to be talking about that but What you can be doing, how you can translate this into something you can use is you can practice releasing and detaching. And yes, I get it. It's something that takes practice. But what I would encourage you to do is anytime you're starting something new in your business, so Facebook ads were new for us. I would love you to see it as a fun experiment. If you can do that, it takes so much pressure off. So if you're launching a new course, see it as a fun experiment. If you're launching a new membership site, see it as a fun experiment. If you are launching a new package or new offering to your clients, see it as a fun experiment. Because when you can do that, you show up with this lightness of energy and you don't strangle the energy of the thing. And the reason that's important is because when you have that strangling tight energy of it must work, why isn't this working yet? Then you make decisions from that place and you make poor decisions from that place because you aren't this kind of just curious observer of the experiment. Like, hmm, that didn't work as as expected. What else could we try? Huh, that worked quite well. Cool, let's do more of that. This bit over here isn't kind of working as expected. What else could we do here? Can you see how that's different from this isn't working, I have to try something else. This isn't working, I need to completely scrap this course and do something different. This isn't working, I need to stop doing webinars and start doing Facebook Lives instead. Do you see how you make decisions totally differently because really you're acting from a more fearful place of this has to work, why isn't it working? When you can feel more detached from the outcome and you can kind of release the outcome and just see it as something fun you're doing 
you can make decisions much more objectively. Does this make sense? So that's why that energy piece is important. Okay, so the last part of the things that showed up since that last episode in my life and business was I had this just inspiration for doing money month, a whole month's worth of content on the topic of money and making more money in less time. And I also set the intention of it being a big money month in my business because it just felt fun. And again, see how that's a different energy from like, well, it must be a big money month because I've declared it to be money month. Um, When you commit to a new level of you, which I've done by joining this mastermind, I believe, things start rearranging themselves for you. You open yourself up to ideas and inspiration that wouldn't have otherwise been there because you start thinking in different ways. You start thinking from a slightly higher place. Does that make sense? So it made me also, in addition to that, refocus on my short-term money goals because before setting the seven-figure goal, I wasn't really going after any particularly big stretch goals. I'd kind of was at or around a goal that I'd set myself a while back as feeling kind of comfortable. And it's amazing how, although comfortable's great, That's not the energy from which you can create exciting new stuff, right? So by setting this new goal, it made me start thinking in a different way about, well, now I need to get serious about some some more short-term goals because, hey, if I'm going to get to seven figures, what am I going to do this month? What's my first step on that path? How do I want to be boosting my income this month to give me a head start on the whole thing? So what can that look like for you? That could be literally writing down a goal on a post-it note. So set a big scary goal and then think of, okay, what's a short-term goal? That would be a bit of a stretch, but that could be a good step along the path to get me there. Write it on a post-it note or put it as a screensaver or set it as a reminder on your phone. Do something to bring it into your consciousness on the daily basis. So something that I did, fun fact, is I set a small, um, smaller goal in terms of some goals, some sub-goals for the month. And I put them on pink post-it notes and then I weighed them down because things tend to get blown about in my room like if I've in my office if I've got the windows open or something I weigh them down with a crystal each and for me that just little bit of woo was kind of pleasing I don't know that that matters or doesn't matter but for me it just felt fun so I'd love you to think about what your stretch goal is and then from that place of expecting that to be true for you one day set some sub goals to get you there And if you haven't been thinking big, it's probably because you haven't set yourself a big goal. So remember, I was just saying, having now set that big goal for myself, it's forced me to think bigger. So I'd love you to set a big goal for yourself if you haven't already, so that you can start thinking bigger. And in doing so, you will open yourself up to inspiration and ideas to get you there. Now, they may not get you the whole way there. That doesn't matter it can get you a step towards it. Okay, it's time for today's Dash of Woo. What is a Dash of Woo? In case you're new around here, a Dash of Woo is a practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to take what we're talking about today and give it a little extra oomph as you implement it in your life and business. So, This one isn't totally surprising, but you need to start with setting a big, scary goal for yourself, okay? Go and do that. And I would love for you from there, here's the woo, to really envisage yourself in that future reality, in all its vivid and detailed glory. What are you doing? Where are you? What are you wearing? How do you act? How do you 
feel, most importantly. Start acting that way now. Start practicing feeling that way now. Feel yourself energetically opening up to the ideas and inspiration and opportunities and align action that you need to get yourself to that future state, that future goal, and that future you. That is the quickest way of making it happen. So visualize it often and you'll manifest it that much sooner. So personally, I've talked to you about this before. I like to visualize in the shower. For me, it's just I shower every day. It's an easy thing to remember. So sometimes I'm doing shorter term visualization. So an outcome that I'm hoping to bring about in my life, manifest in my life soon. And I often do that big picture, longer term visioning and visualizing for myself too. So for me, that's looking like, what will it feel like to hit that seven-figure mark? What will I be doing as a seven-figure business owner? Where will I be working as a seven-figure business owner? How will I be acting? How will I be showing up? How will I feel? And I practice starting to feel that way now. And I practice starting to take action from that place. So the good thing is when you do this kind of visualization, then that feeling can kind of carry into your day. So it's a great thing to do towards the start of your workday if possible. Okay, so before we go, if you are ready for that next level, you and you have that fire in your belly and you're ready for more, we should chat. I'm accepting women onto my waiting list. So if you're hoping to work with me one-to-one this year to step into that next level, you earn more money and enjoy more time freedom than don't hang about. So I'm booking up those spaces fast. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me and you can book yourself a free discovery call. We can see if we think we'd be a good fit to work together. And if we agree that we are, then you can get on that list. So again, that's corriejavid.com forward slash work with me. If you enjoyed today's show, you can head over and find out more on the show notes, which you can find inside your podcast player, or there is more over at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash update episode. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.